Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the nine game NBA main slate on Friday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. And I'm now making videos for the NBA Top Shot, which are basically virtual trading cards, virtual moments. Gonna have a video up probably, probably this weekend uh, about a purchase I, I just made. Uh, an Anthony Davis Series 1, I thought he was undervalued. Again, that'll be, I'll talk about that more in uh, that video. So be on the lookout for that probably this weekend. If you guys cannot watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast. I will link in the description below. It's called the DKDFS Show. If you guys are interested in signing up for premium content, I'll offer that on patreon.com, esports. We got Call of Duty, we got CSGO, basically every single day uh, this week, and then NBA as well. And then finally, I want to thank Underdog Fantasy for sponsoring the show. If you guys are not familiar with Underdog, or maybe this is your first time watching, well, Underdog Fantasy, they have daily fantasy, snake drafts, as well as season-long best ball. So uh, I know a lot of you guys are love best ball. They have NBA best ball. Again, they got uh, daily fantasy snake drafts as well. So um, if you guys want to sign up, or after you guys sign up and make your first deposit, you can use the code DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word, for a money-back guarantee up to $100. Um but yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before I talk about players and the prices for this nine-game slate, we can look back my up here from Thursday. Thursday got a little bit, a little bit tilted about um, a blowout. Uh, plus, uh, I think I made a mistake for value. There were some questionable value plays that I was considering, but uh, yeah, we can go over my lineup here. So um, James Harden, Derek Rose, Richardson, Denny, uh, Boban, Emmanuel, Quickly, Giannis, and Zion Williamson. Here I can move out of the way so you guys can see. But, um, yeah, once we got that Boban starting news, I made him a core. I was like, hey, he's too good of a value. He's too good of a point for a guy. I'm like, he's starting. I think we get at least 15 minutes from him. Um, Harden, that's where I'm really upset. Really, really tilted about because he had, I think, 35 at half. Was on pace for a massive game. And Orlando just does nothing in the second half. They get blown out. Uh, it was a nine-point spread. So, it's like, sure, I had that in the back of my mind. But also Denver and Washington was a similar spread. And of course, Washington keeps it close. So Chalk Jokic goes off. I was just like, oh, so, so frustrating uh, with uh, the blowout. But again, that that, that stuff can happen. Um, I use both Knicks guards. Mentioned that uh, in the Patreon that I was doing that with Rose and Emmanuel. Quickly like them both for value. Uh, so I pivoted. I had uh, Alfred Camino and Pat Connaughton here. Pivoted to Jay Rich and Denny. Uh, Denny was a questionable guy that I was like, uh, should I really be playing him? I just needed someone super cheap. I wanted the J rich revenge. Didn't really work out. Cause Dallas got blown out as well. Um, and then Denny, I was hoping he would get more minutes. Uh, but again, he's so reliant in the scoring. That was one where I was like, yeah, I might've made his, made a mistake going there. Um, but yeah, and then I went with Giannis and Zion for, uh, for spent ups in the late game. So I, I really liked that game, uh, with what is, I mean, it's not a pace for probably at least over 250 points total. So um, that's it for the uh, look back. Oh, I do want to mention too, always keep on top of news. Um, I If we would have got that Bobby Portis starting news before this Washington Wizards game started, I would have got him in because, again, he's a good point for a guy. And once we got news that he was starting, um, he is he's just a great point for a guy. So it's like you got to keep an eye on that stuff. Um, there's, there's always uh, possibilities that like something weird can happen like that. Again, we got DJ Augustine surprise scratch. Uh, and then Bobby Portis goes from like just a risky GBP play to, to one of the better value plays if you could, if you could get him in. Um, now again, this game locked and I only had Zion and 
and Giannis left, and I wasn't going to leave salary on the table. So, um, yeah, I guess always keep on top of that stuff. But, all right, let, enough of uh, talking about last slate. Let's talk about this this slate. We have six games out so far. Houston and Toronto, 220 over under. The Raptors are seven-point favorites. Pacers and Celtics are 219 over under. The Celtics are three-point favorites. Suns, Bulls, 228.5 over under. The Suns are five-and-a-half-point favorites. Kings and Pistons are 224 over under. The Kings are one-point favorites. Hornets and Warriors are 233 over under. The Warriors are six-point favorites. And Blazers, Lakers, 222 over under. The Lakers are five-and-a-half-point favorites. So we'll start off with the Pacers and the Celtics. Uh, Sabonis at 10-4. It just seems a little bit too pricey still for him. Um, you guys know I'm a massive Demontis Sabonis fan, but I don't know if I can pay 10-4 for him against the Celtics. Brogdon at 8-1 I think is a little bit more doable, uh, but still, again, don't love the matchup for him. Value-wise for the Pacers, there's really not a ton I like here. So, honestly, uh, the Pacers are probably going to be a team I stay away from on the slate. On the Boston side, well, we know after Tatum and Brown were both chalk and were huge letdowns last slate that they're both going to go off. You guys just know what's going to happen. Uh, Kemba Walker is back, so Kemba uh, should shift back in the starting role, should play, you know, 35-ish minutes. I think he's actually a decent play at this price point. He's been a little bit up and down, um, but uh, he's got 40-plus fancy point upside when he's hitting his shots. Again, Brown and Tatum, um, uh, you know, against the Pacers, I don't love this spot either for either of them. Uh, but again, you know they're somehow going to, they're both going to just have massive games after they were chalk bust last slate. Looking at the bigs, I do want to talk about this. Daniel Tice only played 11 minutes last game. So I'm not super interested in Tice, but that's a boost to Tristan Thompson, who played 26 minutes. If they're going to start giving these minutes to Tristan Thompson over Daniel Tice, uh, then I think Thompson's actually an okay value play. We know this Pacers team is a big team too. So yeah, I have some interest in Tristan Thompson. You can always go to a guy like Robert Williams. Uh, the minutes are never secure for him. I don't love the price either. So it's strictly just like a, a, a long shot GVP play. I'm right, moving on to Houston and Toronto. So Houston getting more healthy besides Christian Wood. Oladipo, Eric Gordon back. I don't love the price there in John Wall. Again, Oladipo at 7-4. I think looks a little bit better, but still don't love it. I'm not really going to pay 6-2 for Eric Gordon. And then the, these value guys are kind of priced up for when uh, a lot of the Houston guys were out. I will mention Patton is like they're big off the bench, but I don't think he plays more than like 10 to 15 minutes. So honestly, there's really not a lot I like here for, for Houston. Like PJ Tucker will play some minutes. Again, he's so low usage. I just will never play PJ Tucker. Moving on to the Toronto Raptors. So mentioned uh, Lowry was my favorite play last slate uh, of the main Toronto guys. He's used the cheapest. He had a, a 50 fancy points. Um, again, he is the cheapest by far compared to those other two. He's at 7K, Siakam 7-9, Van Fleet at 8-3. All three of these Raptors guys have been up and down when they're all healthy. It's a little bit hard to predict. So, again, whenever I'm just going to go with whoever the cheapest is. The cheapest is Lowry. He's my favorite of the top uh, three there. Powell at 6'4", no thanks. Uh, this is a smaller Houston team, so maybe Chris Boucher gets extended a little bit more at the five. Again, they could just go Pascal Siakam at the five. I mean, that's what they've been using in the starting lineup. So, um, yeah, he's he's viable for tournaments. Again, the minutes always fluctuate with him, which makes him a good GP play because when the minutes are there, he's very, very productive. OG Ananubi uh, did see 36 minutes that last game. I actually think he's an okay play at this price if he's going to continue to play mid-30s minutes. But that's really it. Not really interested in any of the value for Toronto. Moving on to Phoenix and Chicago. So love the spot here for the Phoenix Suns. Booker, Paul Aiton, I think are all pretty solid plays. I love targeting bigs against the Bulls. So um, I think DeAndre Aiton is a good tournament play. Not really a cash game play because he kind of is up and down, even in good matchups. Chris Paul, 7-5-1 for 50 fans points at last game against Charlotte. Um, And games that have been competitive, he's been really solid. And again, this is a fantastic matchup. I think Chris Paul is actually a pretty good play there in the mid-range. Devin Booker, the all-star snub narrative. You're into that. He was uh, had a nice shooting game last game. Uh, Both Chris Paul in the lineup, the assist, the peripherals go down for him, which makes him a little bit riskier. 
Value-wise, not a ton of love here. Bridges, Crowder, yeah. Now, Dario Sarge is questionable. If he's out, that might be that might mean more minutes for a guy like Frank Kaminsky. Maybe instead of like 10 or like 10 to 15, he plays 20-ish. So like, yeah, you can take a shot at him for uh tournaments if there is no um Dario Sarch. And then Cam Johnson got extended a bit. Um did play 30 minutes out last game. Again, the minutes have been up and down for him as well. So I think he's viable at this price point because of the matchup. Um because of the matchup, but again, there's no guaranteed uh, minutes for him uh, if you're just looking at the last four games. All right, moving on to Chicago. Zach Levine for tournaments, but that's about it. Again, I don't really love this price for a cash game setting. Kobe White looks a little bit more doable at 6'4". Uh, he's been playing, you know, 30 to 35 minutes. He's probably their number two in the offense right now. He's been playing better of late, been stuffing the statue a little bit better. So I think Kobe White's a decent play in the mid-range. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. at 5.9K. Uh, you know, if he can stay out of foul trouble, probably plays about 30 minutes. I think he's a decent tournament play. Other than that, though, I don't, there's really not a lot else I like here for uh, Chicago. Moving on to Sacramento and Detroit. So, oh, I'm tilted about this because I've played Deer and Fox a lot recently. Finally got off him tonight because, you know, the Knicks have been really good defensively. Sure enough, that game, 140 to 121, and Fox goes for over 50 fancy points. Oh, so, so tilting. But price didn't move. It actually dropped $100. This is a great matchup. I really like Darren Fox at this price. Um, one of my favorite plays of the slate, Tyrese Halliburton at 6.6K. Also, uh, I think is, is in play. More of a tournament play, though. And he had uh, previous two games before the last one, 48 and 52 fancy points. Um, so, yeah, don't love the price. Uh, kind of came back down to earth a little bit. But um, if you want to stack this game, you can definitely do like Darren Fox and Halliburton and run it back with someone in Detroit. I'm fine with that. Now, the bigs here for Sacramento, uh, if there's no Hassan Whiteside, then Bagley and Holmes both look pretty decent. Bagley was playing the backup five, uh, was in some foul trouble. He's actually on pace for a nice game. Um, if there's no Whiteside, I think he's he's a viable tournament play. And then Rashawn Holmes at 5.9K, played 28 minutes. I'm expecting similar minutes for him. So do like both bigs, more, more suited for tournaments. Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes. I mean, the pricing is coming down on these guys. Barnes has flash him upside, but he also has a somewhat low floor. And I think this, this game stack is definitely viable because Sacramento ran an eight-man rotation that last game. On the Detroit side, Jeremy Grant is back at 7-3. Love the matchup here. You guys know I love targeting players against this Kings team. So I like him a good amount at that price point. I know he's been a little bit up and down. I really like Mason Plumley too. Uh, should play about 30 minutes. A guy that can stuff a stat sheet. Does have, honestly, triple-double upside. So like, like Grant, like Mason Plumley a good amount here. Uh, DeLon Wright's still out. Sadiq Bay questionable too. If he's out, you know, Josh Jackson probably gets a slight boost. And I'm curious, you know, they, they kind of like bring Josh Jackson off the bench. I wonder like who starts for him. Maybe it's Svi McKayluke. Um, maybe Sekou, we'll see. Sadiq Bay, if he plays, just more of a secondary play. I'd rather get to those other Pistons guys I mentioned. And then Dennis Smith Jr. actually got extended a bit that last game. He played well. Um, you can go there in tournaments, but I think I still prefer the price in Saban Lee. And the minutes went down in Saban Lee. Definitely wouldn't play both these guys together. Uh, there's, there's negative correlation. Don't really think they're going to be out on the court together a whole lot, if at all. Um, so if you're playing Dennis Smith Jr., do not play Saban Lee. If you're playing Saban Lee, do not play Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, yeah, so the mitts trended down for Saban Lee. Only played 22 because Dennis Smith Jr. played well, but he still had 28 fancy points in that time. So I still have some interest there in Saban Lee for value. And then if Sadiq Bay is out, we, uh, we can consider maybe whoever starts. Uh, like Steven Kyluk, I never liked playing this guy because he's super reliant in the scoring, but like almost min price if he starts would be a doable uh, or would be a viable play. 
Clippers and Grizzlies. So we just saw this game tonight. Kawhi, 9-1. Paul George, 8-6. I think they're both pretty solid plays. Both seem a little bit too cheap. Uh, if this game does stay close, they should play, you know, 35-plus minutes. So, um, yeah, I think the both guys are solid options. Everyone else, though, kind of priced up from when those guys were out. Um, Ibaka is, is down to 4-8. Him and Zubac are going to split the sentiment. So I think that's like an okay price, actually. Again, Zubac off the bench probably plays around 20 minutes. Uh, you can take a shot at one of those Clipper centers if you want to, but... Um, nothing else really stands out uh, to me. On the Memphis side, I do actually like John Moran a good amount at 7-1. Again, this game was a blowout, only played 30 minutes. In close games, we should get about 35 minutes from him. So do like him for tournaments. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas at 6.8K. Again, should play about 30 minutes. He's a re in close games. Really, really good point point a guy. So uh, like both the, the main Grizzlies guys, probably prefer Ja to JV. Um, other than that... Not a ton else I love here. You know, value-wise, Winslow at 3-7. What do you play? 21 minutes. I guess he's like a fine value play. But there's just a lot of guys playing like 15 to 20-ish minutes. No one really stands out for me. Uh, and we do a Dylan Brooks back as well. And the Utah side, Utah and Miami. So two pretty solid defensive teams. Um, Donovan Mitchell at 8-5. Just seems a little bit too pricey with Mike Conley being uh, back. Rudy Gobert at 7-2 just seems priced about right. Now, Conley himself at 6-1 should play uh, close to 30 minutes. I think he's the guy that I like the best for the Utah Jazz. Um, you know, Clarkson off the bench has, has been playing really solid. Again, the minutes aren't as high with Conley in, like probably mid-20s minutes. You can take a shot at him for GBPs, but again, I don't love the price there. I will always mention Derek Favors because he's going to play somewhere around 15 to 17 minutes. He's a good point for a guy. I think he's a viable um, cheap play if you need someone uh, really, really uh, inexpensive. Miami, so the big news here is Bam and Abayo is questionable at 9K. This changes the slate. If Bam and Abayo is out, I'm curious to see what the Heat do with the starting lineup. Do they move Calio to the five? Or maybe they move Precious Achua into the starting lineup at the flat min price. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. If Bam is out, I really like Achua. I really like Calio. They would be two of the best value plays of the slate, even in this matchup. Uh, we'll just have to see what they do with the starting lineup if there's no Bam and a bio. Um, we also have Tyler Hero questionable. If Tyler Hero's out, that pretty much secures the minutes for a guy like Kendrick Nunn. Even with Drogic back, he played 36 minutes. Um, and then Drogic himself at 5-2, played 21 minutes off the bench. Uh, uh, they kind of limited him in his first game back uh, for a, a couple weeks. But yeah, if there's no Hero, both those guards would be doable. And then Jimmy Butler, if there's no Bam, He's going to be clearly the number one option option in offense. He has been fantastic recently, too. Stuff in the stat sheet. So I think Jimmy, even this matchup, if Bam's out, would have some interest in him at the top. If Bam and Hero are both in, then Miami's probably a team I'm going to stay away from. All right, last three games, Atlanta and OKC. Uh, like this game, uh, I think this game has a, a lot of potential for a stack. Trey Young at 9-9 in tournaments. Really do like him. He's gone for, what, over 50 fancy points the last five games. Love the matchup here. So do like Trey a good amount. Capella at 7-8. Yeah, with Collins, with Collins healthy, I think it's just a subpar play. Colinari got hot. I mean, this guy, what did he shoot? 13 of 16, 10 of 12 from three. Went for 55 fancy points. It is a revenge game, but he also, the, the previous game, six fancy points in 23 minutes. So very, very lying in the scoring, which makes him a riskier play. Uh, moving on to OKC. So SGA uh, was huge for me last slate. Went for 61 fancy points. Um, he is, again, their clear number one option. I love the matchup here, and he's going to play 35-plus minutes in a close game. 
So I, I do like SGA for tournaments. I think he will go a little bit overlooked. Now, Al Horford is out. We also have Diallo out. So Horford out, I assume uh, Isaiah Roby is going to start. I'm guessing we get, you know, some around 25 to 30 minutes from him. I think he's a decent value. And Mike Muscala should play the backup center at 3.6K. I'm guessing we could probably get around 15 to 20 minutes. I have, I have interest in both those value bigs for the OKC Thunder. Um, with Diallo out, what does that mean? Maybe a few extra minutes for a guy like Maladon, a low usage guy, but the Mets have been there. I think he's like okay value play. Maybe a couple extra minutes for a guy like Kenrich Williams, at 3-5, who's been hovering around like 18-ish minutes. Maybe he plays over 20. So those guys would be a little bit, uh, do get a slight boost. All right, Charlotte and Golden State. Another game I like to stack here for tournaments. LaMelo Ball at 8-7 with no Devontae Graham. I think it's a good tournament play. Now, the first half, I think he only played 12 minutes in the first half. Second half, he played a lot more. Um, again, like the matchup here against Golden State. I know he was uh, not great in that last game against the Warriors, only 25 fancy points, but I think he's a good tournament play. Uh, minutes have been fluctuating for him, which does not make him a cash game play. No thank you and Rozier at that price. Gordon Hayward is a subpar play there. Um, we got to keep an eye on Cody Zeller. He is currently questionable. If Cody Zeller's out, I assume Bismack Biombo starts. If Biombo starts at center, I think he's a good value play at 3.3K. Would probably get mid-20s minutes. And then Peter Washington would run more of the small ball five. So that would be a slight boost to him. I know he's been up and down, so I had to keep an eye on that Cody Zeller news. Not really interested in Malik Monk. I know it was a big game last game, but I'll pass over 5K. On the Golden State side, Steph Curry below 10K against the Charlotte Hornets. I think looks like a pretty good spend-up. Um, now, can I pull the trigger on him in cash games? I'm not sure. We've seen some low floor games from Steph, but again, I love the spot here. And I do like Draymond Green a good amount too. He is playing big minutes, even with Wiseman, even with Looney healthy, 37, 36 minutes. A guy that can stuff the stash. He has triple-double upside. Again, love the spot here. So Steph and Draymond, I do like a good amount. Ubre Wiggins, secondary options for me. Wiseman, I'm going to uh, continue to, to pass until the Mets go up a bit. And then finally, value Looney uh, has been starting and playing about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, if he starts again, yeah, he's playable at the Flatman. Last game here, Portland and the Lakers. So Damian Lillard, he seems to always come alive in the big games, uh, you know, against the LA Lakers. Uh, I could see him having a massive game here. So I do like him a good amount here at 10.1K. And they're clear number one option with no CJ, with no Nurkic. Don't mind Cantor for tournaments. Uh, Wings, Covington, Trent, and eh, Jones Jr. Eh. Mel's probably the guy for me at 4'8". Did play over 30 minutes the last game. I, I'm expecting some around 25 to 30. I think he's a decent value play at that price point. Other than that, there's not really a ton else I love here for the Portland side. Let's finish up with the LA Lakers. So a good matchup here. LeBron James at 10-7, I think is, is a safe spend up with some upside. Again, love, love the matchup here. Kyle Kuzma at 6-3. That's a little bit more doable of a price. So um, yeah, I have some interest in him because of the matchup. I think he probably starts and plays low to mid 30s minutes. Montrose Harold 6K, just not seeing more than like 22 to 24 minutes, which makes him more of just a tournament play. Uh, Dennis Schroeder at 5'9", looks like he will be back. So that kind of takes the value out of play for the LA Lakers, like those value guards. Um, Schroeder himself, I think is, uh, again, like fine option, but not a priority. And I do like the matchup, but with him being back, kind of just takes these value guards out of play for me. Uh, Markeith Morris is at 3-1. I do want to mention he started that last game. If he starts again, I think he's he's a decent value play. So to keep an eye on that one, if Markeith Morris starts, I would like him for value. Uh, but yeah, that's really going to do it for the team by team breakdown guys. I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you have a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell. So you don't upload videos, you don't go live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream before lock tomorrow to go over everything, answer all your guys questions. 
Um, and let's aim for 200 likes on this video, guys. So thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow.